This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up everybody, welcome to a spicy edition of the Only Friends podcast. Apologies for the technical difficulties. I, I, I've been on the phones, grinding the lines, getting some information, some intel. Shockingly, Christian, the only people who have reached out to me are people that were on the fucking list. You surprised or what? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Literally, literally, I had like one person text me yesterday, and lo and behold, He's bold face on the fucking list. <laughs> he's, he's like top list. He's like, I, I didn't do anything. I'm telling you, I would never cheat. I'm like, bro, your name is at the top of the fucking list. And I didn't even say your fucking name. I know none of these people were actually mentioned by name, but all reached out. Yeah. Yeah. To defend their name. Literally the people we said by name, not a peep, not a peep from them. Not a peep from any of the people that are friends from them. Some of them are playing today. Some of them are playing today. Like, not one defense for anybody who was accused, but the people who were went unspoken that know they're on the fucking list. They're hitting me up. They're hitting Landon up. They're Landon's like, I'm the just trying to say, man, like, don't, they're not guilty by association type of shit. It's just like a coincidence, man. Yeah. This, yeah, crazy. I, this is how crime syndicates work. You know, the, the head boss gets taken down and then all the other guys get smoked out like rats. Mm-hmm. Yo, talking about that, he's down there playing. I hope people, you know, there's a good 35 people there that should be giving Ali a little shit. A little, little, talking a little shit. I, I don't a little think. something. Honestly, like, I imagine that his arrogance around this whole matter is so incredibly high that he doesn't even feel remotely awkward. I'm sure he doesn't, but I'm going to make sure it's all Especially one like, <laughs> you're not going to make sure of shit. Shut the we fuck make, up. So yeah. 10,000 likes, Berkey will put you in. <laughs> no, no, I won't. Uh, I don't hate money that bad. Uh, I imagine that like the way he views this is that he is just one of many, some of which are also joining him in the Poker Go studio. And this is just not going to be dealt with. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I, I kind of... What? I. Oh, all right. I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to discuss a little bit of basically what happens now. Because this is something that I was like, okay, like, we did our thing. Uh, you know, we, we spoke on it and we could just move forward. But the more I think about it, it's just like, nah, that, that just helps them, right? Like, that just keeps this narrative going forward where it's like okay the 24-hour news cycle expired Mm -hmm. nobody gives a shit anymore same thing as whenever the original 40 got banned on gg or whatever it's like okay it was a topic of discussion for a second but it's like we got shit coming up and ali's gonna be a feature in a lot of it right Mm -hmm. their 3200 stairway to heaven today is uh, a poker go event where is it the winners or the final table list get access to a 25k or 30 i think it's i want to say this is a normal tournament and not a step tournament it's a why does it say stairway though? yeah stairways, yeah. Or stairways right it's just part of the name maybe because I, so. I asked no. emma what she thought of like of the structure and she said it was a normal tournament okay maybe I'm maybe wrong. it is maybe it's not but um, anyway a stairway they, to they have ran these stairway events where 
uh, I don't recall if it's final table list or winners or whatever, mm -hmm. but they basically get bought into the next quote right, unquote right, right. step. Right. Uh, you know, basically giving access to high rollers to people who don't generally play high rollers. Ollie's there. He's in the building. Uh huh. He's slinging it. Uh huh. Jake may be in there as well. I'm not sure. Jake's in Europe. Oh, he's still in Europe. Okay. Um, but in any event, you know, not not much is uh going to publicly happen. Obviously, there's a 25k heads up event that starts on Thursday. He's definitely in. He's in. He's the number one seed. Yeah, Daniel was was talking. You know, would we like to see uh. Foxen versus Ali round one. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which honestly, I don't think it would be as exciting as one may think. And you know why? Why? You know why? Why? Because as much as I love Daniel and like kudos to him, you know, whatever. But like he didn't keep that same energy up when he was heads up versus Doug. No, nah, they were besties. Like I don't <laughs> like that, bro. Yeah. Like, like I look, I've seen Fox fight and I think he will keep that same energy, bro. You see him fight? Road. Yes, bro. I There's just said that. Where you see him fight? <laughs> Yo, relax. You want me to snitch on him now? Like, I just want to see the fight. Relax. There's no video bro. of it. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure Fox will be intense. Uh, but, but like intense, like staring him down, or like intense, like, bro. I, I don't think. It, I don't know. It doesn't. Honestly, it's like this weird thing, man. We're talking about white collar crime. You know what I mean? So it's not okay. like uh, it's not like someone was talking shit on your mom at the yeah, schoolyard, and now Fox you have is to eat for real lunch. about his white collar crime, though. Like, yeah, fine. <laughs> you don't like that shit. I mean, yeah, fine. Like, but I guess my point is, like, you know, it it's not like sports where there are unwritten rules and you're kind of punished within the metrics of the game. Yeah. You know, like physical games, uh, there are things in hockey. Uh, you know, there are like unwritten rules that you don't high stick people, you don't hit people blindside, things like that, right? And, Why are you using my shit? I brought that up. <laughs> First of all, you use baseball. Second of all, it was a comment on nah, our friend. I know, I know. But, I, I, you know, I got to get my points off, bro. Let me get my <laughs> shit off. Like, uh, I just like the idea of it, right? Like, the idea of a Fox and Versali round one sounds Well, because appealing. it's potential it's, drama. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's great. No, but it's good for TV. It's, well, it's, it could be good for TV. It could right. be good for TV. Yeah. yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at is, like, from Ali's perspective, uh, he's too big to fail in this instance. Nobody's going to do shit. And that's kind of like what I want to discuss a little bit today. Uh -huh. um, you know, first, just like regarding the, the 25K heads up coming up, right? Okay. So I believe the way the structure, Landon, correct me if I'm wrong, since you're in the mix, uh, it was invite only, but the top 16 seeds were the top point getters. Correct. Uh, uh, for the Poker Go. Top 16 oh. on the Poker Go tour are guaranteed a seat if they want it, and right. then the other 16 were invitational. Okay, yeah. Uh, so it's a mix of, of Rex and pros. Landon actually was the last invite, so he worked his way in there. Congratulations to the young man. Yeah, we got, he's all right, Landon. We got one of Thank our you. own in there fighting in the mix. Uh, you win the heads up? Yeah. What if you draw a leaf round one? It'll be oh. fun. Who don't you want to draw? I don't care. Perkins. Perkins. He's not in the mix this time, so I'm good on that. Yeah. Don't have to pay any money. Don't have to quit half quarter way through. <laughs> I get to play the tournament. I get to right. play the game that I signed up to play. Get to play it out. I get to play. And Perkins is he might bust me a quarter right way through the tournament, though. Um, yeah, so, so, send me home. <laughs> So it's the top 16 point getters, Ali being one of them, obviously, actually, I think it's currently the number one point getter. Uh, so he's going to be in the mix. And I think that this is an opportunity. Uh, so I guess like bigger picture, like we can talk about what the fallout from this in an ideal world would be, right? Okay. And 
I'm just going to pre present a couple scenarios that I think would move the needle a fucking ton. All right. And the, the thing with these scenarios is somebody has to be the example, right? You have to set an example with somebody and it's kind of unprecedented. So we can talk about like what the ideal version of this looks like and then potentially the fallout and the reasons why it won't exist. But let's put our emphasis first on Poker Go and the Poker Go Cup since in they're, a big way... Yeah, it's coming up first and also in a big way, like they made Ali who Ali is, right? Sure, the jacket, mm -hmm. the, the, the whole... The like, nickname. The nickname, the, the hoodies with the... With the Powerpuff Girls. The, well, as Chris would say, the anime <laughs> characters. It's really just that... Uh, it's not that they did anything actively, right? It's just he won a lot on their platform. Yeah. And their platform happens to be filmed. Right. So by proxy... He became a household name, right? Yeah. Any any place played good, obviously. right? Yeah, 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 of course, Great. of course. Uh, so, with that being said, do we think that there's any responsibility from PokerGo side of things to be the one to step in and say, uh, with these current accusations, we are not going to permit Ali Ismirovic to compete? I think they need to do something because you built you built that brand, right? And that instance that happened, that, that action that happened was on your channel. Like, right? That's yeah. Poker Go, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's Triton, but they have yeah, a partnership. Yeah, but, but, but it's on your YouTube, on, on your At the very wall. least, they should be reviewing the footage, in yeah. my opinion. Right. I think, I think Melissa brought up a good point. I'll let you talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, they, they have multiple camera angles going, and that in that one small clip, it's really hard to tell because it switches... The camera as soon as Ali starts to appears to look over there, but mm. it's like if this was happening, they have multiple angles of it, and they probably have multiple instances of it that they could possibly find. So if I don't know, it just seems like it would be in their interest as well to review that footage and they, make sure nothing. You think was they going should on. do anything before they review the footage, or should like should there be a full investigation first before they? I think uh, that is the investigation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they need to do anything until they review it. Right. It should. I, I mean, I disagree. They should probably right, put a, a pause, like a suspension on them right now. So here's my vantage point. PokerGo is partnered with GG. PokerGo is partnered with Triton. Mm -hmm. PokerGo is partnered with WSOP. WSOP is partnered with GG. What we know for a fact, or at least pretty damn close to a fact, like 99% certain is that Ali was banned and had his funds confiscated from GG Poker for RTA. Yep. Or it was a mill ball. Ooh. Allegedly. A mill ball? Alle okay, allegedly. whatever, whatever. Right. You know, allegedly a mill ball. What do you mean and a mill I, ball? You know, right. listen, I was, I was watching wow. another podcaster this morning, right? Whatever. And he was saying, like, okay, if a person, if a person uh, gets funds confiscated, right? We've seen people fight super hard for much less money mm -hmm. if they did nothing wrong, mm -hmm. right? We've seen people go to court, straight up court, and they were guilty, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for, those, for those that don't know the reference, it was uh, main event final table list. Um, his name's slipping my mind. It starts with a V. Uh, Veo? Veo? Veo, yeah. yeah. Gordon Veo yeah. Uh, won either a WCOOP or a SCOOP event using VPN, and they seized the funds of like 700K. Yeah. And he fought it, uh, basically claiming innocence the whole way. Here's the, so the same thing happened to Schindler also, and he publicly outed stars, calling them scum for 
taking his money. Obviously, he was doing it. Mm. Uh, and the irony of it all is that, like, 18 months or two years later, all the cases that never went public had their yeah. funds returned yeah. once ownership turned over at PokerStars. Right. They basically said, we're not going to police VPNing the way we used to. And they gave all the money back that, had, that they had frozen, with the exception of Veo and Schindler, <laughs> who like collectively had like, I don't know, 1.5 million seized or something along those lines. That's pretty ironic. But, <laughs> but my point is, okay, so we've seen you know, other cases where funds get, get confiscated and people fought really hard. I didn't hear a peep out of homie. Like, so all your funds gets confiscated. You say nothing publicly. You don't make a fight. It's more like, all right, you got me. Like, you good. And the mission yeah. of guilt. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that. Well, no. I'm not saying that far. I'm just saying your silence is being heard. Well, there, there, there's a few things that wow. I think. That was, that was, <laughs> was deep. I like that one. That was deep. That was deep. Yeah. That was strong. <laughs> we might be able to make an idiom out of that. No, no, let's not go that far, but. Yo, people were fucking with Silence me in, with deafening. the hoodie on. They, they're like, yo, Chris goes hard. Chin goes hard with the hoodie. Like, yeah, let's keep that hoodie can't on. Play. I, I think that uh, there, there's some element of that that might not be fair to those convicted, just in the sense that GG in its entirety, like throughout its existence, seems to be worked on the back channels almost exclusively. So whether it's mm. setting up accounts through, uh, through, through like affiliates or agents or whatever the case may be, or it's handling security. Everything seems to be done kind of in the background. Uh, and it's far less public than, than Stars ever was. Mm -hmm. So I can understand why they wouldn't have like a public outcry because A, it does align you now with a potential cheating scandal, which I think at this point would be pretty difficult for them to disprove. But B, also those who did come out publicly in the past were the ones who failed at getting their funds reinstated, right? Where the vast majority that kind of just like worked the back channels. Uh, you know, we even had a friend who uh, was VPNing, won a pile in scoop, and yeah. then ultimately had, had his funds returned. Right. So it's like, uh, I think that whenever uh, that type of stuff gets settled behind closed doors, it doesn't really help to leverage your public persona, especially if there is, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you may have potentially done something shady. Even if like say that they were using like preflop charts, right? Mm. Which we can have a long conversation on whether or not it's cheating. Let's say that that was all he was guilty of. Well, I wouldn't want to publicly come out and say like, I absolutely did not break TOS. Right, fair. Because like technically you kind of did. But the bigger point that I'm trying to get to here is that there is an alliance between PokerGo and Triton. Yes. An alliance between PokerGo and GG. Yes. First and foremost, right? And what we know for sure is that Ali does not currently play on GG under his, under his approved screen name. Correct. And hasn't done so since the banning. Correct. And there's speculation that he cheated in a seven-handed game with Paul Fu potentially exposing hole cards. Right? Yes. Not, not, uh, not, you know, a cheating manner. Like, he, yeah, yeah. he was just sloppy and Ali took advantage of yeah. it. Right? So, if I'm Poker Go... And to be fair, like, there's no onus on them to do this, right? But... We're just saying these are steps that could be taken. Go ahead. Right. Uh, it, but it, it's, 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 it's an important step because it's the first opportunity that they have as a media distribution company to kind of set a standard and a precedent to say we won't be tolerant of a very tiny pool of players mm -hmm. to be taken advantage of. 
fair. And that's huge because they're the ones who are basically in control of the high roller circuit moving forward. So they get to set the rules, they get to set the precedents, and they get to decide who's in and who's out. A right. lot of what they do is invite only. Sure. A lot of what they do does not have to be inclusive. Sure. So as a private company, it's very reasonable for them to say, Ali is Mirovic, despite being one of the biggest winners in our events of all time, is suspended until further notice while they investigate, at bare minimum, the Paul Fua hand. And what they can do by, by saying it that way or by creating it in this uh, suspended indefinitely until you know, something mm. favorable comes out is they buy themselves the ability to not make anything permanent but also not make anything short term, right? So right. if they say like, uh, we, we've, we've decided that we've seen enough and Ali suspended for a year. Well, that's now setting a precedence, right? Right. And now moving forward, like if you look at someone else's whole cards, it's potentially expected that you're suspended for a year on the tour. For sure. And that's a little bit murky because like we said yesterday, if this were just a one-off where he had a total clean slate and maybe he just happened to catch a glimpse of Paul's cards right. and froze and didn't know what to do and use that information to his advantage, it's fucked but it's not a lifetime sentence. It's not even a year-long sure, sentence, right? Sure. But if they just say... But I think that goes back to Melissa's point, where it's like, there are other hands, there are other camera angles right. we could see. Yeah, oh, yeah. But go ahead. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if they just start with, okay, there isn't enough conclusive evidence to put a timeline on this, but what we're certain of is that he's a bad actor, and we're going to at least temporarily suspend him from our tour. We're mm -hmm. going to hit him where it hurts the most and punish this man for seeking unsavory edges in a game that's already so incredibly hard where edges are so incredibly small. Okay. And I think that that is just... Uh, like, I would worship Carrie for doing that, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, you know, this isn't, this isn't Carrie's responsibility necessarily, and it doesn't reflect on him sure. necessarily as a businessman or a person if he chooses to do nothing. But I think it reflects incredibly positively on him if he says, I'm going to be the one. I am going to be El Chapo. Yeah, if he does you that, know? he's just stepping into like the role of like um, leadership of a community. He gets of. the ball rolling on what we were discussing with Rob Young, where a committee can actually be formed, mm -hmm. a judiciary committee of sorts can actually be formed, can see and weigh all of the evidence, yep. and come to reasonable conclusions. But more importantly, we take that next step towards being a league because Poker Go, in and of itself, is kind of like that isolated league that we were discussing. It's just very, very small scale, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily quite as formalized as uh, separating pros and amateurs. And, but, but it's informalized that way, right? It allows for invite only and it curates lineups that are an even mix of fun players and uh, steady professionals and stuff like that. And I... Right, super high rollables invite. Yeah. Like these things are invite. Right. Yeah. And also just like it involved Paul which hmm. is such a big deal, yeah. right? It, it wasn't just a random nobody. He is the face of the person that is probably one of the biggest partnerships that Poker Go is in, involved in, sure. right? So like you're able to put a face to Triton and this kid literally attempted to cheat. Like what if Paul had an ace king instead or two hmm. eights or something of that, that nature where you know more money was going to go into the pot and Ali having perfect information now is literally cheating and defacing the absolute face of Triton Poker. Huh? Right? Like I feel like it was a perfect storm where we dismissed this because it was Adamo who got taken advantage of. And it's like, well, he's one of the best in the world anyway, and he knows about these unsavory players. So he chose to compete anyway. 
Uh, we don't care that much about protecting the elite, right? Mm. We care about protecting those who can't protect themselves. Fair. So if it were Paul who were actually taking advantage of here, I feel a lot more confident that at, like proactive steps would be taken. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay, so they review the footage and temporarily hit him with a, a ban, which is not unreasonable. Like if they find that footage to be damning, and then, and then what? Okay, so they have partnerships with other companies. What happens then? So I think that like if they phrase it in a term of ongoing investigation, Ali is suspended indefinitely and just leave it at that until they feel comfortable taking further action. I think that's totally fine, right? right? So from there now, what I think needs to happen is all of these companies that are partnered together with one another, GG, Triton, PokerGo, WSOP, they're all in the same collective partnering agreement, right? PokerGo being the center of it. But indirectly, they all work together, right? WSOP and GG have partnered together to enter the Ontario market. The goal is to bring Ontario into the liquidity pools of the United States. Right, so right? Jersey, Nevada, yes. and Pennsylvania. And then, well, Michigan. Well, right, Michigan, sorry. But then hopefully Pennsylvania somewhere down the line and the mm -hmm. trickle-down effect from there, right? Okay. If that is the case, I think that it's... And maybe I'm, maybe I'm overstepping here, but I would think that GG would be emboldened to share their blacklist with WSOP. Right, whoever is banned on GG, I'm assuming if that entity is now one partnership, now WSOP, GG for this market, those same people have to be banned. Well, the problem is it's a skin. So in Ontario, you would be playing the GG skin. In Nevada, you're playing the WSOP slash 888 skin. Yeah, but I'm assuming if you're banned, for example, what I know of skins, if you're banned on Natural ACR yeah. or whatever, you're also banned on black chip poker, right? right? right. There's no, like, it's still the, the WPN. No, I know, right? but, that, but that's the thing is this isn't the WPN. They're two totally different entities. It's WSOP okay. and it's GG, right? So yeah. that, that creates a little bit of convolution. But I would hope that they would see the, the necessity to work together here and just share their blacklist with one another. Of course. Let me tell you how business. far that off, off that is, though. WSOP New Jersey and WSOP Nevada, if you're banned in New Jersey, you can play in Nevada. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's fucked. Wow, really? You can, Are you sure? That's different wild. account. I, I, I know actually, somebody that does. So yeah, yes. you can. <laughs> and like, it's, it's like legal. Like yeah, you, but that, yes. Nah, I don't know if that's it's, true. It is. Okay. They're two different accounts. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, being two different accounts may be a loophole, but I don't think that like they consciously are allowing. It could be the straight up same person. Well, I'm telling you, what, his New Jersey account is banned. I didn't complain in Vegas. Yeah, I mean. Are we thinking about the same person? Obviously. Okay. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. Then yeah. So I, I mean, I would assume that that's some sort of loophole. Um, Going back for a second to the footage that PokerGo does have, does it make sense for a third party to review it versus PokerGo? Because I, incentives might be aligned for PokerGo to say, oh, like there was nothing wrong. Problem is we have to start I think, somewhere. I think we you don't have anyone that can- the barrier as, as easy as possible. Like just let PokerGo make the decision. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if, if it comes to, a th like nobody's holding a gun to PokerGo's head to say sure. review it. Yeah. Yeah. So if they don't want to earnestly review it, then they'll just say we're never reviewing the footage. Yeah. Right. Or they'll say we did review it and nothing happened, right? It's up to them. Like they can, they can manufacture whatever outcome they want. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as far as, like, the integrity of the game goes and uh, the, the best look moving forward, I think it behooves them 
to create an environment where everybody feels safe. Like I had a friend reach out today who was playing a, a 100, 200 game with some fun players. And one of them stopped and said, uh, I was going to go play that 3200 stairway event at PokerGo because like, it's really cool to be in the studio and I'd like to be a part of that. But now that I know that there's cheaters there and the game's already hard enough, mm-hmm. I don't really want to give them my business. Mm, that's bad. That's really yeah. bad. Yeah. Because it's like, that's a 3200. Whenever you start to pluck out the fun players from 25Ks, from 50Ks and 100Ks, they just don't run. Right. Right? right. So it's we, like, we're, we're back to that era where people are circling the like high rollers are circling the rail seeing which other high rollers are in which fun players are in max late regging based on the fact of who sits and whatever mm-hmm. for what and it's that worth was super that still happens thing. now i know no, but that's it what you're saying but it, but it used to be like worse because now at least there's some incentive like poker right there's some now there's some to, rake free if you right, go on exactly, time exactly but okay, okay i kind of see where you were going berkey like okay like this uh collective is, is basically where you're trying to get at right so the fact that GG is partnering with WSOP is kind of where I see, I kind of see where you're going. Well, if this, if what I'm suggesting were to take place where everybody does their due diligence and collectively decides to work together. Now, granted, this turns into a witch hunt against Ali, right? But there's no fallout from it because they're all private entities and they're allowed to do business with or with, without mm. whoever they choose. And they have, they seemingly have enough information amongst them to collectively decide that at a bare minimum, he's no longer allowed to compete on GG without finding other methods. Mm-hmm. And at a bare minimum, he's potentially cheated in a live event, right? Okay. So if this moves forward in the way that I'm suggesting, the fallout from it publicly is pretty fucking massive because what will ultimately happen if GG shares that blacklist with WSOP and WSOP decides to move on that blacklist and ban the same people is that you'll see Ali and Jake never appear at the WSOP again live. That's a ban online equates to a ban live. So based on the fact, so let me, let me get this straight. The fact that GG partnered with WSOP in Ontario, right? Means that they're sharing their, their, the Toronto, Ontario is sharing their liquidity pool with the United States, which well, they, they hope to get to that point. Currently, currently no, currently no. Okay. That now means that if I'm assuming it's, business as usual for them to like want to share blacklists, right? Which now causes a blacklist for them at WSOP Nevada, which is where they live, right? Which now causes them to be banned live. It should, that, that, should, that would ultimately be the chain of events if, if all of this collaboration were to take place. And that's big because then we finally get the public confirmation that we've all been looking for. We can all look and see the, the Ali and Jake accounts haven't logged into GG since the day the ban occurred, right? Right. So it's it's but we can only clear. infer so much. Yeah. If we never see them play another live WSOP event, yeah. But let's stop beating around the bush. Like it's super on. Un- like they're banned right. from GG. Like, right. But there's there's still methods for them to get onto GG and compete, and we know that they are. Right. Of course. Like right? they just buy another account. What they can't ever do is wear a mustache and show up to the main event. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just it. You just so lost one of the highest EV spots a professional poker player possesses, which is pl- competing in the WSOP year in and year out. Other poker tours might and follow other poker suit, tours right? Might now follow the suit. WPT might ban them, and then the EPT might ban them. Well, it might be confirmation enough for PokerGo to ban them, which is the biggest one, because that's all the high rollers. There you go. Right? Yeah. They can no longer compete exactly. in any of the, the 100K PokerGo events at the and then WSOP. You're, then you're just banned from live poker in general. I mean, so that's, that's, that's well, pretty... at least at meaningful stakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty... feels like we're spiraling a little bit. 
I no, mean, well, also, okay. Just sort of, we're going on based on a lot of speculation. Well, he's 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 ninety nine percent banned from GG, right? Like right. we almost can confirm. That, yeah, that's right? not really speculative. Yeah. Right? No, but okay. I mean speculation of what might happen. This just seems like sort of like what like do you realistically think that this is going to happen? No, not necessarily. Uh, I don't know what the policies are between WSOP and GG, but I know that if if WSOP acquired GG's blacklist and decided to act on it, that would be the ramifications. Right. It would just be a, a cross-site ban. And, and then you think it would be live. Like it's 100% no, that, that's, sure. That's their policy. If you're banned on WSOP.com. No, I know, but I mean, okay, then yeah. you think that everyone else would follow suit and it would be oh, live Oh, I don't everywhere? know. I'm just saying like the precedent would be set. Them being banned from the WSOP would be more than it, enough. What I was saying is it could lead to that. Well, like, we don't even would care about that. that like, these are the things that could happen. The fact that he's banned from WSOP is that's the biggest huge thing. EB. Right. That's the, like, that's yeah, a huge EB loss. So even if, whatever, poker go, like all we know is like GG has a ban, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. If they share the liquidity pool, GG with WSOP, if GG now says, hey, these are the people that are blacklisted on our site, and WSOP says, well, yeah, if we're partners, like, they ain't playing on our site either, now it's game over. Right. Right? So is that now on us to be like, hey, GG, you should do this? Like, I mean, I think, like, that's why I wanted to have the conversation again and not let it just, like, fizzle. Because I think that the more we up the ante on the ramifications, the more that it preemptively stops this shit from happening. Mm -hmm. It does make a lot of sense. Like, why would sure. they, if your partner is like, hey, bro, like, don't do business with these people. I caught them. Right. Makes a lot of sense to me. Right. I mean, and like, you know, the list of people that we, we know to be potentially involved in this, it's, it's an important list. Right. right. These are people that are in the top 30 all-time money list. Yeah. People just, who are like respected in the industry by... Yeah. The general public. Yeah. And I mean, there are a lot of people in that top 30 that don't get their just dues for having done it cleanly. You know, uh, not a lot of the top 30 anymore is from Daniel Negreanu's era. Yeah. It's like him, Ivy, Helmuth, Eric, Eric Seidel. Seidel. And there's a lot of higher stuff. That's kind of it. Going yeah. on right. Then you start to have a lot of people from my era and newer. Even my era isn't really all that deep. It's like Dan Smith, Bryn. Chidwick, Kuhn. I mean, I'm sure there are some. They're, they're more we, than we, I'm we, overlooking we, for yeah. sure, but like, you know. But we get it. We get what you Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, it starts to pick up with like the Fedor era. And a lot of it is being filled in by that with the, with the Fedors and the Jakes and the Ollies and the Sovereigns and, you know, this, this, mm, and Sean new. Winter. And, you know, it's, it's the 25 to 33 age demographic. Right that has managed to kind of like overtake Foxen, uh, kind of overtake the top 25. Yeah. So the it's like if, if 10 to 15% of them are cheats, and that's not to take away from the ability that they've acquired through cheating. Like they've, right. they've gotten very fucking good. And maybe they were even good before cheating and cheating was just the final frontier for them. I don't know and I don't care. Yeah. I'm just saying if we can blacklist them in some way, shape or form where we take away their ability to earn... It cleans up the community Just really fucking fast. Put a little asterisk next to their name. No, I mean, that's that's what fixes everything, right? It's like, yeah. hit them where it hurts, right? It's yeah. like, okay, can't play WSOP. Like, that's a, that's a huge problem. Yeah. For anyone. I mean... Of course, some of them don't care because the they just like is, play high rollers anyway. Well, it just matters if they if they have access to poker or not. And that's why right. I kind of like really that's why you looped them in. Well, it was really why I started with that of like kind of a plea to carry, where it's just like 
it's crazy because you kind of get to play God in this instance. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, like, you know, he's tied into these communities. He knows what's fucking going on behind closed doors. He has to. Right? And even if he didn't before, he has a pretty good idea now. It's like, uh, I don't know where Triton and Paul and all those guys land on this type of stuff. Uh, maybe, you know, it's not that big of a deal to them. And I don't know, man. <clears throat> Cheating in the, I don't know. Seems like a pretty gentleman's game, like in, in, in the way they operate their yeah. business. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just see, just just off vibes. Like I obviously don't know. I right, haven't played, right. but like the way Kuhn talks about them and like the cash games and stuff, it seems like super like honorable stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, w I would think that that would be true. And you know, uh, there there's already a big chunk that, or I, I guess there's already already a, a lot of access that guys like Ali don't have mm -hmm. when it comes to like you know high stakes games and right and private games and things like that. But you know. Uh, I think people forget that like one of the biggest EV spots that's happened in the last decade was uh, during the pandemic when these 25Ks were running on GG. Yeah, and they're running every hour on the hour. You know, the, the main guy who lost, I think, lost something like 32 million. Yeah. We should let Landon talk a little bit about that because you have like friends that were in that spot. With regards to what? The like 25Ks playing the 25Ks? Yeah. Like I've had some friends playing those. Um, I remember very recently, like Nick Marchington made a tweet about like imagine having the balls to like play a tournament and then play a 25k and kind of effectively do some unethical things so to speak but it's definitely not it's not good like there's no other way to kind of go around it right like it sucks when you want to play higher stake stuff and you kind of want to fire and yes. you're taking a shot and when you're taking a shot you expect the game to be ethical and fair and when that's not the case, you were so saying Nick at the time was yeah. taking a shot in these 25 Ks that were running every day on GG. Yeah. And this was during the pandemic, right? Yeah. And there's okay. super small fields, right? Like, right. Yeah. There's just no way that after all this stuff kind of comes out that these games were for all intents and purposes fair, especially when the people that were got banned got banned after the fact. So it's or might not might not even use their own names or use different accounts. Like you can't police that stuff, at least you can't fully eradicate it. And that's kind of one of the issues with why online poker is dying is because you can't fix it. Not completely, but you can take steps to making it better. So most of the people, like the, the beneficiaries of those 25Ks was mostly Jake. Jake, that, Ali, uh, I think Sam won a pile. Okay. Um, not, that, not that that implicates anything. I'm just saying that they were the beneficiaries of this once in a blue situation where yeah, you're running Black Swan event. 25Ks all day long yeah. and one person's getting absolutely mashed. But then that also brings in people like Nick Marchington who are like, okay, this is a high EV spot, but it's actually not because you're getting cheated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's already a tough field, right? And there's obviously um, added EV because there's effectively, you know, some dead money in there. Mm-hmm but you're not going to get anywhere near your fair shake of that EV if you're already competing against a tough field and some percentage of that field has the ability to have real-time assistance. I guess right? the, so who, the thing that freaks me uh, out a lot is that it is a very, especially the online stables powered by RTA from some, you know, like little goblin who made it in his basement. Like, 
it's it's very concerning because of how scalable it is like one person gets banned okay they'll have their horse go in there and use the same rta and then they'll ghost them and it's like it's very like scalable and it's very evadable like it's just I feel like it can grow at a rate faster than it can be tamed. I think that's why it's so critical to have these death sentences, so to speak. <laughs> I'm sure these people are like actively looking for new screen names like daily. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. Like, but that's why I'm saying like I think it's so critical to to have these like because if you have a live death sentence, now it's a big problem. Yeah. There's no way caught. to skirt it. Yeah. Right? right? There's just no way to ever skirt a live ban. Mm -hmm. uh, there are guys like Panzica that have been banned from the WSOP for the better part of a decade and it's just like it was a one time offhand drunken comment yeah. that's cost him hundreds and hundreds of thousands in EV so it's like if we're going to be that free and loose with taking somebody's ability to earn away it seems insane to not put the exact same proposition onto somebody who is actively stealing from the community absolutely they should so how does it happen? Who do we need to press? Well, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what moves the needle in, in spots like this. Like we have a small niche community that is largely policed amongst the top. So I don't think it's that hard to find uh, enough influence to convince people. But I think it probably starts with the other high rollers that are clean and know that they're clean in a somewhat dirty environment. Like in, for all intent and purposes, like Carrie is the commish here. You know, Roger Goodell, yeah. Yeah, it's like appeal to him. Uh, I'm not saying that a petition is going to do anything, and I'm not saying that, you know, walking into his office, like the final scene of Rudy and slamming down your jersey <laughs> saying, I ain't playing, is necessarily going to move the needle either, but I'm also not saying it won't, mm. right? Like at some point, we have to be able to feel comfortable to come forward with the information that's being kind of spread amongst us collectively. You know, it's like, it needs to go further than me just knowing that I'm not supposed to sit in a certain game because it's not straight, right? Or me getting a text saying, like, that unknown screen name that you're playing with isn't the whale. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Let, let's talk about this a little bit because this is the vibes that the old, the old, I guess you can call them the old guard, came up with, right? They were the ones that were like, oh, we don't talk about, like, openly cheating because, like, you know, it's bad for the game, like all this yep. stuff, but I think the new school is just different. It's just it different. has to be different for a couple of reasons. Number one, you couldn't scale the old school cheating methods, right? Right. So it was it was enough to just put the word out because right. the 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 communities were small. The games that you ran around in were relatively tight knit, right. and everybody knew everybody to some degree, right? So if you got marked a cheater. Right. It was going to be really hard. Knows. Yeah, it was going to be really hard to scale your operation in any way, shape, or form. Plus, it was being done live. Right. right. So it's pretty easy to police those environments, to know what to look for, to try to catch them red-handed. That's the other thing. You don't want to tip them off because you want to catch them red-handed, and you want to punish him right. by whatever means they punished by back in the day. Right. right. I get it. So there's a lot of reasons to be secretive and uh, to keep things in-house mm -hmm. whenever you were talking about live scandals back in the day right online scales though yeah the anonymity that you're able to possess online right the the scalability by being able to purchase other accounts by being able to multi-account by being able to um distribute your rta amongst your entire stable all of this leads to the ability to 
really impact the ecosystem. You're literally like the mob. You have like you have like an right. organized crime. Yeah. It's a crime syndicate. <laughs> it's, for real. it's a crime syndicate. Like, I, I wasn't kidding, man. I said like whenever the top boss gets taken down, all the rats get smoked out. And that's why our phones are blowing up from a bunch of people who are implicated by association. Uh, Whose names were not mentioned right. at all. <laughs> not even once. Yeah. Right? But like they know. <laughs> they, know. they fucking know. Like they know what they've done. They know who they're tied to. They know why they should be shook. Right. They're just trying to get ahead of it and say like, hey, just in case my name is on that list that you're talking about you want to read, I need to let you know right. that I definitely don't belong on that list. It's like, why are you on the list and why, why would you preemptively think mm -hmm. to reach out? You know who's not reaching out to me? Lucky Chewy. <laughs> he hit me up saying like hey bro i don't know who you got on that list but i just want to let you know i was winning way before he got here yeah. i don't even know this guy you better in a bowling alley like <laughs> bro listen if lucky true ever came out as a cheat bro i'm done i quit poker forever bro. Yeah, it's right. over no, I mean, like, it's it just, just over man like there's no hope in life. Chewie Chewy can take the most out of the uh, poker ecosystem that you've ever seen, and no one's still cheating. He can take 10 million before anybody would even get a sniff of the idea that he might be cheating. Oh, like, it's just 0%. <laughs> like, and that's, that's what we need to elevate, man. There are so many good actors yeah. like Chewie in this industry that have been doing it right for the better part of two decades. Mm -hmm. But they just keep to themselves and mind their own business and keep battling like Sisyphus pushing, pushing a rock up the hill, hearing all the grumblings of like, that game you're in's not straight. This game you're not in straight. This person has four accounts in this tournament and, taking and is RTA too because yeah, of it. Right. Right. Still like, getting W's. Right. But, but, but that's the thing, man. It's like, no one is going to feel remorse if a guy like Chewie goes broke in spite of the fact that like, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be deserved. Right. And no one's really going to celebrate him whenever he rises back to the top because that's what's expected of a 15, 18-year vet. Right. Right? Damn. But it's unfair because Ali could never go broke. He has the fucking answer. He has the answer and he has funding and he has opportunity. So you have to do, you have to hit him the only place that it can hurt, which is taking away the opportunity. Taking away, yeah, it's all about EV at the end of the day. 100%. 100%. And it's, it's so wild to me because I think... I would like to think that good people don't do bad things because they have a moral compass that prevents them from doing so. But that's a spectrum, right? Everybody has some level of good and bad inside of them. And I think what happens is as more people find themselves gravitating towards the middle where the line between good and bad is a little bit blurry to them, it's the ramifications that, that pull them back. It's the ramifications that remind them they're better served to be good than to be devious. Right. But when those ramifications cease to exist, when you're on the sidelines watching and you're just seeing nothing happen, except like your reputation get a little bit tarnished, which results in absolutely no fallout, no, redu no reduction in opportunity whatsoever. When, when you're on the sidelines and you see that, and you're the type of person that was already towing the line between being a good actor and a bad actor, it's really fucking easy to commit to being a bad actor. Yeah. Why not? Right. Nothing to lose. It's a free roll. Can we, like, for one second, because there's a lot of questions, like, explain what type of RTA we're talking about and, like, just give people a sort of layman's terms? Yeah, so for anybody who's just tuning in or uh, is a little bit out of the know... Um, like our man Brian. 
Like me? Yeah. Please explain <laughs> what this do you to have? me. What questions do you have, Brian? Brian's like, I don't know who RTA is. Brian Laymana. I play live. <laughs> When we're, when we're talking right. about RTA, what we're talking about is real-time assistance. And the sophistication of the type of assistance that a person can garner is going to vary tremendously based on well, access. Let's talk, let's talk about the ones that Ali most likely had. But, sure. Because let's just start from the top and then just yeah, go to the bottom. So yeah, so in its most sophisticated form, I imagine we would see something akin to Pluribus. So for anybody who's unfamiliar with what Pluribus was, it was, uh, it was effectively real-time AI that was able to recall having played billions or hundreds of millions of iterations against itself, what the answers were for real-time spots, right? So it's being fed its parameters in real time and uh, it's basically coming to a conclusion. Mm -hmm. And the thing with Pluribus is that the algorithm was actually like pretty greatly simplified. It's, it, it wasn't like what we know our solvers to be, right. right? It was just taking like pretty strong estimates of um, simple solutions and producing the highest EV response. So that, for anybody who doesn't understand, is a massive advantage in real time because this game is vast, right? It, it's, it, your, your options are relatively endless. And I know for those of you who aren't like truly studied in game theory, you probably think like, well, what's the difference? What's the difference if he knows a spot is a bet or a check? What's the difference if he knows the spot is a small bet with his hand versus an overbet with his hand? Mm -hmm. And the answer is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars is the difference. Yes. Yeah. Because each and every decision that you make is dependent upon the last, right? So your EV from start to finish is the collection of decisions that you make throughout the course of that hand. And if you're able to basically choose the size that gives your opposition the most difficult problem set to, to respond to, you're just going to make the most amount of dollars. So at its most sophisticated level, what we were probably seeing was something that was able to deal with variable stack sizes when it comes to tournament play, something that was probably able to loosely calculate ICM, mm -hmm. um, Maybe, maybe not. That might yeah, be. We don't know. We we don't know, right? So because is this just like software that's that's just put onto your computer? So it's usually on a cold machine. Okay. That's so offline. That, so, they, so they can't that, track it. Right. Either. So you use like uh, you you connect them through like the internet, like uh, right. an in-house network, uh, but it's offline, and what it's doing is it's screen scraping, the game that you're playing, pulling that information. Well, you don't even have to input it. It's scraping for Correct. you. Oh yeah. my god. So it's, yeah, it's AI that just screen scrapes. Do we have any idea who would be built? Like, cause you have to be, I would assume you have to be pretty tech savvy to be able to like build these things out and then or just know, have create them. I, like, it's not like you can just go buy this. Somewhere. I would you estimate can. that the actual interface and the screen scraping. Uh, so the, the algorithm that pulls the, that the information, get, right? I would assume that that is like very simple That seems mm -hmm. you're, for right. somebody who's tech savvy. Yeah. Or for somebody who's a programmer, whatever the mm -hmm. case may right. be. The actual uh, calculations, the actual algorithm that is doing the solving, mm -hmm. uh, this, this will vary tremendously, right? So from everything that we've seen commercially available, it could be a pre-solved database where it's just instantaneously seeing a board texture, seeing positions, and seeing SPR, and it's giving you the, the pre-solved solution. Um, but this is going to be a, a lot less powerful than something that can be a lot more dynamic in real time, right?
right? So that would be super helpful, don't get me wrong, but mm -hmm. it's still limited to the pre-solves. So if you only solved for quarter pot, half pot, and full pot, well, then those are the only responses you're gonna get, and they're not gonna be very sophisticated. Yeah. But at the highest level, if you're able to have a machine that's able to produce to you uh, a wide spectrum of options and then reduce those options down to the highest EV1. So like say you have a database that solved for eight sizes, but in any given uh, node, it will eliminate redundant sizings. And PO can already do this, yeah. right? So now it eliminates redundant sizings and you only have three options to choose from, small, medium, large, let's say. Well now, the EV that you're able to uh, capture there is high. But the reason why this is so much more important than just memorizing the solve itself is what happens later, right? Because it's not that hard to look at a flop and say, oh, I've seen this spot before. I know I have a small, medium, and large size. I know this hand prefers large, so I'm going to start there. What, what becomes challenging is knowing what you're supposed to do then in the next node of the game tree, once you've chosen large, once you've mm -hmm. chosen medium, once you've chosen small, right, right, and how that impacts your overall EV. That's the hard part. Right? So right, now you don't have to think. Out. Yeah, you don't have to right. think about any of that. You don't have to create any simplifications where you say, okay, when I choose large, that's going to lead to me uh, splitting between check and big bet on the turn, or uh, I'm going to try to be all in by turn. I'm going to try to be all in on river. I'm going to set up geometric sizes. Whatever. You don't have to think about any of that stuff. You don't have to recall anything, right? You just click the large bet button and then let the turn happen. How and then the turn lose? comes and you're like, oh, yeah. right. And this now, is a two X pot yeah. spot. <laughs> right. And then it's like, oh, I didn't have to think about that. Well, it also right. accelerates your rate of learning by Infinite. so much. Like it yeah. gives you such a huge advantage as opposed to someone who's just studying the normal way. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, not that it's it's literally not studying but you are studying by using it because your right. muscle memory so gives is, you and your pattern recognition realm. is going by, it, by cheating in the online it gives you an advantage think of the exactly. volume they're yes. able to put in yeah. if you play a hundred thousand hands and that's not that big of a sample if you play a hundred thousand hands with real-time assistance that is going to be a fuck ton of spots yeah. that you've seen and been able to generalize and take yeah. now into live and you can make the counter argument and say like oh well there's commercial software out there that exists that would allow you to train that way like, yeah, sure, there is. Not at that rate. But for me to put in 100,000 hands on a trainer means that I have to dedicate, I don't know, a few thousand hours to cultivating the, the database, to importing my sims, to then running through each and every single spot, studying it, and trying to take something away from it, right? And being paid zero to do so. Mm -hmm. What if instead I could just do that in a 2550 game, making five big blinds per hundred, right? Yeah. So now instead, yeah. I get paid, I don't know, $1.5 million to get better. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like, it's like right. playing baseball in like a training ground against like a pitching machine where like they always throw strikes versus pitching yourself. Correct. It's like, oh, like we're just going to put the pitching machine right here and do all the work. Yep. Versus being a human and having human error. But are, are, we, are we promoting it? In what like, regard? It sounds good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it does sound good. I mean, no, I think I'm, it promotes, it's, no, it's, being, it promotes being, itself. Like it's yeah, but, by but nature what it doing, is. This is this is the problem. This is kind of what the old guard was saying. Like we've now said, oh look, if you do this, you get paid. Well, the barrier to entry to it is still extremely yeah, high. Yeah, that part we didn't we didn't even touch on. Like right, the, there's definitely levels to this where it's like some yeah. of these machines are they not going to be cheap. Like the software that Berkey's talking about, like you probably. 
dropping a hundred ball on them. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Almost certainly because uh, commercially we're very far behind. We don't really have anything that does very accurate ICM calculations. Right. We don't really have anything that uh, is even dynamic with preflop solutions. Right. Yeah. So there's not even really a ton out there that's going to allow you to study variable stack depths in real time for a tournament. Right. So it doesn't really matter for you to memorize what your 30 big blind opening range from the cutoff is if you have a 12 big blind stack behind you. Yeah. And then a 50 big blind stack behind him. Right. Okay. But if we have a machine that can take these, these parameters in consideration and give us estimates on how our range should adapt based on uh, this specific dynamic that's not really replicable, we gain small points of EV. Right? And that's all this game distills down to is trying right. to find the next edge, trying so to find was, ways. Was like, or like HUDs, would that be considered cheating on a, on a smaller scale? On a I don't simpler think so. scale? HUDs? People are just the argument that it is. Right, but you can't collect that in, real, like in your that, head in real time. So if you have it and someone is... else doesn't have it, then you have an advantage, right? But it's available to everybody, and you're, you're the one That's participating true. in the data collection. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you're farming data. Okay. You're paying to farm data. Yeah, I feel like that argument sort of detracts from the actual RTA problem okay. because, like, this is something that is very kept under wraps very hard like i don't even know mm -hmm. how i would go about getting it like it's it's a certain group of people and they've paid a lot of money to have access to this mm -hmm. and the general public like we it's get questions of what is rta like the general public doesn't even know that. that 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 they're playing against mm -hmm. it so it's like completely different i think than huds where you can easily just find a youtube video of like how to set up poker tracker four and that's yeah, like yeah. very accessible right, yeah. versus you're not going to find a youtube video of like how to set up rta <laughs> like it's yeah, maybe right. but i don't think so because, i think it's also worth yeah. mentioning that like it's not like this is an out-of-the-box solution you have to be fucking sharp you have to be on the precipice of being a winning player or already established as a winner that's the that's the scary part too yeah like these guys probably they're not losing without it right it's not whales right. that are trying to neutralize their negative edge mm -hmm. it's guys that are already like in the upper echelon of talent right that are just saying like this is the way that i can really fuck everybody mm -hmm. it's winning players wanting to win more i've talked to some like people who play in those same fields and they've basically said like if someone is smart enough to access rta they're also smart enough to win without it like they're just kind of being grimy yeah but being grimy pays. And yeah. I think that's like the, the real... It's the greed. It's the greed of it, right? Yeah. It's, it's the greed for sure, but it's also just like... I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm a little bit more privy to uh, people that I otherwise have managed to avoid for a big portion of my career. And I think that there's just a subset of this community that is intelligent and a bit sociopathic in the sense that it's not even about the money. Yeah. It's about the power, power. right? It's, it, it's just, yeah, it's about knowing that you are just always sharp and that you can take advantage of people at all costs and there's nothing they can do about it, right? So it's, it's a lack of empathy. It's a lack of EQ or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But effectively, once somebody who is capable of doing this with no remorse enters the scene, all they see is an EV pie mm -hmm. where at equilibrium it's zero sum and their sole purpose is to get as much unfair EV as they humanly can. Mm -hmm. And that's just the name of the game. 
And that's not that far off from what we knew about the old guard, right? Like they were cheater be cheated mentality. It, it wasn't, there wasn't anything ethical about the game of poker. It's why it had a black stain on it for such a, a long time frame. But we've moved much more into the mind sports arena. And there are movers in this community that have big enough impact that can start to set a precedent moving forward the way that chess has, right? If Kerry puts his foot down and says, this is where the buck stops, the buck stops with me. I'm not going to allow somebody who is, by all accounts, likely to be a cheater. I don't even need the proof because I run a private entity and uh, I've just seen enough for my own personal sake to say that he doesn't belong in this arena, right? Mm -hmm. if, if he does that, it gets the wave moving forward where now we say, okay, I'm not a cheater and I want to both protect myself and the integrity of the game moving forward. What can we do to prove that we're on the up and up, right? What, what security measures can we adopt? Because uh, somebody, somebody I think replied within our comments saying that like chess is like next level when it comes to security and they're gambling for nothing, literally nothing. But they have like, uh, I think that they said that they have to play with webcam whenever they play online. Uh, they have to like prove that they're not a bot at some point. I can find it. Uh, they also, I believe um, there was something within the framework of being compared to like Stockfish or, or other engines uh, that, that they have to, to pass that test on. Um, but like finding a Willerby put, a, put a, a video out as well where there's like VR, maybe it's not virtual reality software, but there's some sort of software available that like, oh, I know what it was. Uh, they have something that tracks your retina. Mm. So they track your retina movement to <laughs> make sure that, that you're not, you're not like comparatively looking at, at like an answer somewhere. Chart. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's good. Uh, so it's just like, you know, this stuff isn't that difficult. The reason why we don't implement it is because we constantly operate under this assumption that we don't want to alienate the recreational players mm -hmm. but we're not talking about doing this at 10 cent 25 cent right yeah. we're talking about doing it at the highest levels where we're losing recreational players hand over fist because it's an unsavory environment and they were already the ones that were churning out all of the ev for the winners so it's like they just go private they say like if i'm going to be cheated i'm going to be cheated by other people who suck as bad as i do <laughs> Right? Like, I'm going to at least try to create a level yeah. playing field. Right. I got a question. I got a question for you guys. So in Starcraft Damn, look at that. Look at those guns, Sleep bro. Monster Gun. What you yeah. Yeah. shoulder. Sleep yeah. Monster Gun. You got these jacks. Bro, you're on the yeah. Perkins grind. Look at the traps, too. Oh. Man. When did the Perkins get here? Seven point nine. Let's get my flex in there. Let's get my flex in Yo, you, who's sliding? Right. Dude, this guy's strong as fuck. Alright, so <laughs> in StarCraft Brood War, there was a time period where um, hacking was, for the most part, um, not regulated or nobody really knew about it. Um, and then there was like a new system that came out where someone went through the replays, found an anomaly, and said like, oh, I can see this consistent thing happen that can only happen when you have full information of the data. It came out, they were, looked at all the replays, and basically like, some of the top players got caught hacking. Also, it's like, uh, not the S tier, but like the A minus tier guys. Like all of them were hacking. And if you look back at their history, it's very similar to what you guys are saying, where it's, they started kind of shitty, and then all of a sudden they had this like, uh, 
I shouldn't say kind of shitty, like shitty for a, a, a professional. Mm -hmm. And then they had this like meteoric rise and all of a sudden they're playing at the top-ish, but not quite at the top. Yeah. They all got banned. Yeah. Like down uh, all the way through. Um, I came across this Twitter post and I don't know if this is true or not. I know uh, Matt Hunt tw uh, replied to this, but do you guys know okay. if there's some way where we can... Um, well, there's something like, I think he said something like big, uh, small blind or blind versus blind. We can just analyze that. And it's like super obvious where people are RTAing and stuff. Yeah. So to, I guess we could take like the hardest nodes. Yeah. And then just be like, yo, you're way too perfect in these super hard nodes. Yeah. So basically what he has set up here in this tweet is uh, a scoring system where uh, he didn't divulge his secret formula because you know, it's important not to. And he wants to speak with operators and their security teams to kind of implement something similar. But yeah, it's basically that, right? It's, it's taking those lowest frequency nodes that maybe churn out some of the highest EV and just like giving it an asterisk or a point system of some mm. sort. And then when somebody's points are off the charts, it's just like, okay, well, this guy is suspecting of, of RTA right. for sure. Uh, this happened to me in an app game where I was playing against a wreck who I knew for a fact was friends with somebody that developed RTA, uh, which is actually a commercial product now, shocking enough. Mm. Um, but the, there was a blind versus blind scenario with a big ante where the hand was just played fucking perfectly. And like I ran it, it's like a super low frequency play, but the sizings were just spot on where uh, it was like, I can't remember the board texture. Whatever, he just nailed it, right? Yeah, it was just like big bet flop. Like it was an open blind versus blind, which only happens like 11 and a half to 13% of the time anyway in big anti games. Mm. Uh, and it happened to be a candidate that was a low frequency open. And then it came in such a way where it was a board texture that generally will be like small range bet, but low frequency big bet, found the big bet. So he nails to what, two? Found right. the big bet, found the, like, it was like, uh, SPR on turn was like, I don't know, seven or eight. Found the 200% turn pot bet when top card paired. And then found the river jam for like 300%. Jesus. And I just have like <laughs> worse trips. Right. And I'm just like, okay, like this isn't a thing an amateur does ever, 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 ever. And there's no fucking prayer that this was studied. Yeah, super hard. So I was just like, look, like this was this person was either ghosted or they had they had software. Yeah, no. Period. No, right. And then the irony was this person ultimately uh tried to claim that the game was cheated by one of the whales who was like going off for like 2 million saying that they that's weren't how you beating That's know, man, when they start projecting like that, that's yeah. how you know it's them. Yeah, yeah they're basically <laughs> saying that like the, they weren't beating the whale not yeah. like they were down to the whale and didn't understand why. And I was just like, look, I don't know what you're talking about, but like I can promise you this, like that guy is getting fucking mashed. Yeah. It was a 2550 game and he lost like, you know, seven figures. Um, but like, you know, a, a good studied player can identify these types of nodes. Right. And with database, th this is why HUDs are kind of important, right? Like with database reviews, with the ability to go through PT4 uh, and kind of flag things that are anomalies, once they start to add up over and over and over again for the same screen name, it's just like, okay, this is probably a good indication that this person is cheating. Yeah. And the problem is, is that that doesn't scale. Like on, at an individual level, trying to ask we everybody have, to police we don't have themselves. All the hands. Right. Yeah. 
asking everybody to try to please themselves it just doesn't scale and it's like i don't know what we can do with like matt mda like mass data analysis um and i i don't even know where i fall on the line of like that being ethical either with the ability to just like purchase hundreds of millions of hands uh, like, oh yeah that does happen i mean too. i don't know if it's shady i just think it's great it feels yeah. it feels bad like uh there was an upswing course that was released like a year and a half ago called beto tb yeah that was kind of fun yeah kind of just like purchased like tens of millions of otb hands oh and then just like dissected them and sold it as a product that's fun. <laughs> and it's just like holy <laughs> fucking shit yeah wow. like yeah that used to be that used to be i mean I don't know the rules. I, I don't know the online rules. Well, like right Hastings now. got. That's what I was about to yeah. say. Like, like, you know, with the Hastings Brian Townsend thing, like, he got Red Pro brand banned immediately, like, right after that came out because right. that, you just can't purchase another person's hands. Like, Isildur got kind of fucked. He didn't even buy them. They just, oh, they just coordinated. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. gave a piece to Townsend, and Townsend was like, here's the hands. Let's analyze them. You know what I mean? Like, effectively, they. they colluded i guess like it's just super unfair for easelder of course of course but now we kind of live in this data-driven world where it's like the data is available it's being it's being cultivated i told you data's the new oil bro i told you a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks ago man and people used to fight for oil like there's those wars and shit now we're here oh for sure <laughs> for sure no wars for oil. wait what I think he, I think he's right. Data is more, no, for sure be is. more that, valuable. Than that, oil. That's definitely a whole separate topic where it's like uh, we're in the infancy of it, so it's like policing that as far as like data scraping and and being able to. I mean, you so could probably. The, the I think that we're what we're getting at is everyone should be playing live poker. Live <laughs> is so live Come is so protected. As someone who's recently gone from online to live, I am just. It's beautiful. You're just having a party. It's, uh, it's so fun. It's a beautiful thing. So much fun. I feel like I'm going to party every night, yeah. except I'm not. But it's like, it's so much fun. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm going Sometimes. to party. Last night, I was minutes. annoyed. Sometimes you throw a party. Yeah. <laughs> when if you Conrad's lose, it's there, annoying. it's a party. Yeah. It's when you lose, it's party. definitely annoying. It, it doesn't Honestly, feel quite though, as great. it's less annoying than losing online for some reason. Yeah. I get more mad when I lose online. I can mm. see that. Because I'm alone with my thoughts, maybe. <laughs> right. I don't like losing live because it feels like you've spent time to go somewhere. In a theoretical sense, you're winning. You don't win. Now you have to go back to your cave with less money and less resources when you could have just well, stayed home in the sense, first place. In a theoretical sense, you're supposed to lose a percentage of the time. <laughs> Sounds that's exactly one of those times. Say. You, you should try flying to L.A., <laughs> oh god playing a game for five hours oh. losing thirty thousand, then getting a seat in the same game public losing forty thousand in an hour and getting kicked out for a recreational player <laughs> that doesn't yeah. happen that's i'd like to not try fun. that to be that honest doesn't happen. yeah you I should I definitely not try that yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend that so to if you stay home you stay zero you fun zero. Zero. Oh. yeah you stay home <laughs> That is always the feeling afterwards where it's just like, I could have stayed home. <laughs> See, that's home. all Played I'm saying when I feel like I feel like that live. with live tournaments because you come out of it just after playing like 11 hours or something and you bust the last level or whatever. And then you're just like, I could have I need your opinion if I, got, if I got angled today. Okay. Okay. I already spoke to these people about it. They have their opinion. I don't know these if you ever people. heard it. Okay. Well, my people. <laughs> Why go back to a cave, bro? These people, <laughs> bro. These people. 
Who are your I friends? I spoke to uh, your olive brother. <laughs> brother and olive. I'm not olive. We all, I'm white. Yeah, he is. So is Berkey. Casper. I'm very white. All right. So we're forehanded at, at, at the Bellagio. Person opens the button and tells, this person's a uh, seemingly not professional player. Fun player. Enthusiast. Yeah. Okay. Enthusiast. Opens the button. Little 60 ball. Says, sure. I didn't look. I'm trying to accommodate, be, you know, good host, good, good person. Yeah. Says, I'll call blind. They said they didn't look. I said, okay. I, I, I call blind. They're like, you didn't look? I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, I bet dark. Mm. So they bet the flop dark. I'm like, okay, call. Right? They're not that deep. They're like 80 bigs deep. Okay. Right? So, and I was winning already. So I was like, all right, whatever. Right. right. Turn. I'm like, they're like, okay. I, I'm like, okay, check dark. They're like, bet dark. I'm okay. like, I'm like, okay, call. <laughs> River. I, I gotta tell you, man, I would have looked at my hand by now, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. seems Why insane. are you scared, bro? I, <laughs> I'm not cat. sure we're getting gambled with here is my point. Okay, no, this well, is what I'm saying. I think I, I think I think maybe we'll alarm see. Alarm bells are going off. All right, River. I'm like, check. They're like, I'm all in. I'm like, I'm like, am I getting angled? I'm like, okay, call. <laughs> and okay. then they're like, you call? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, do you want to do an ocean? And I'm like, okay. Right? I still don't know where your hand is. Wait, I, have I don't a know what my hand is. Okay. I, I, I swear I don't know what my hand is. Okay. I, I wouldn't angle them, right? Yeah, yeah. So. So you guys played a cold hand where he may have had information on his hand. Listen, data is the new oil. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the question is, on the river, did he say he bet blind? He, look, on I, call, I on call. River. On the river, he's like, I'm all in. Like, did he, he didn't say anything see the about river blind? Yet. He didn't see the river yet. Okay. He's like, I'm all in. I'm like, call, right? Then he's like, do you want to do an ocean? And I'm like, sure. Nah, at this point, you see this hand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At this point, you see this. Why an on ocean? On the river. Though? There's yeah. no more money to bet. On the, okay, so on the river, on 5th Street. Yeah. <laughs> after seeing their hand. Yeah. They turned an open-ended straight draw. Okay. And then on the ocean, they mm -hmm. river the nuts. Okay. So... <laughs> Obviously, the way I'm putting it, it seems like I got skunked. Yeah. yeah. It seems That's like you angled yourself. No, no. I mean, look, at the end of the day. Yourself. No, listen. It's 80, it's 80 bigs. I'm up, and this is a person that, right, like. Right, right. You're giving action. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I, right, like right. if he bust, this game's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to do a podcast anyway. Yeah. So, whatever. So, sure. what happened? So, okay. So, in your opinion, they asked me. This guy saw his hand somewhere between pre-flop and on the flop. Not on the river. Uh, I was thinking no. on the river. river. I feel like if he ever saw his hand, it's on the river because uh, why I, would he ever ask me to for a I fucking ocean? I think it was ocean? after the all in. It after doesn't matter he said when all in, and he says call, he probably just like flips over his hand. Yeah. He's like, "Fuck, hey, wait, you want to do an ocean?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's hold what on, seems let me the get most one possible. More shot here. I mean, I don't know. All I know is that I don't mind doing gambly things with Rex in this particular instance, but I would take away the. The ocean option? No, no, no. The pressure of... <laughs> like when, you put your, when you put yourself in a check call spot with zero information, they just naturally... It, like, this is a perfect example of why position has attached EV to it. Position. <laughs> right? Because, so like, a, you, you both are playing blind, right. and he's going to win the pot more often. Yeah. Because I'm checking blind. Correct. And, like, you can't always... You, like, you'll stop calling off blind at some point, and you'll look at your hand on the river and say, oh, I have nine high, I have to fold. Yeah, you should have just. But if blind. we're both just like blind, it's just a blind hand, right? Yeah, but the, you should just like you should just negotiate that 
<laughs> what you call blind pre? I'm you should just say like, do you want to run a cold hand? Yeah, and just turn your hands up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I, I think you got angled. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. He's The funny part is, Chin probably looked at his hand on the river. He's like, I got fucking nine high anyway. So yeah, let's run this, this goddamn motion quickly. This is the part that made me feel better. Like. <laughs> Their hand was good the whole way. Like, I was dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, like they're high. Like, I actually needed the ocean, right, too. Right, yeah. Right. You, so, might, you might river a pair. Right. I needed to river a pair. So yeah. it was like, okay, that would have been funny if, if you would have hit the river and oh, beat them off. You would have beat them. Yeah, the, the, the little needle for asking to try to angle me. Yeah. Yeah. And you just hit like a. Yeah, right. So I didn't feel bad about it. Needed. I was like, all right, it, did I, if I got angled, it's a good lesson anyway. But because I was dead, so it didn't yeah. matter. And it was it was small. It was eighty big. So and I was up. So who cares? Like, yeah, I, I doubt this guy is super sharp. It sounds like he just wanted to have a little <laughs> bit of fun, but also yeah. had a little buyer's remorse once he shoved, got called, and realized he had no hand. Yeah, but it was it was it was definitely a recreational, like yeah, very yeah, yeah. very recreational. Yeah. Like it wasn't right. You know, so it wasn't someone like trying the, to get the responsible call it protect yourself approach would be if he was blind to just say we can just run this hand all in blind. And yeah, he says, yes, yeah. you just run it. And right. then doesn't matter. Or just matter make anymore. sure I have position. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just donk jam river blind. <laughs> just make sure I have position. But go ahead. I, that was no, a little I, tangent. I want to. Yeah, no, I, I think that's. A little cool off topic, you know? Yeah. I think that's fun. Um, I, I don't really know what else to talk about when it comes to, to the cheating stuff. Uh, honestly, I feel. <laughs> it's funny because as, as much as I think it's important to continually talk about this stuff and. Uh, as much as I hope some sort of corrective action is taken, at the end of the day, like I don't play in those games for a reason. Like mm -hmm. beyond beyond lack of uh, access, beyond lack of interest, as far as like focusing my study towards that, it's also just a scenario where it's like I play live, man, and like our version of cheats are so fucking different and garner so much less EV in a general sense, like. Yeah, like the dude who got banned from Hustler, that shit would never fly against anyone but a wreck. Like he's just not getting away with that right. against Garrett. You know, <laughs> well, if Garrett's to his left, like he might get a peek once, and that's just gonna be fucking it. And it, it's not. I'm not even saying that in a threatening way. I'm just saying it in a way where it's like, oh, Garrett's gonna protect his hand. Yeah, Garrett's so. gonna protect his hand. He's also gonna catch. He's gonna catch on to somebody who's like potentially peering over his shoulder and stuff like that. It's like. I've played in live Why'd games. Why'd you move my shades? <laughs> and then just like windmilling the most ridiculous bluffs. Remember he moved he moved uh, Barry's shades. No. Yeah, bro. Barry. Okay, look. For everybody's watching, Barry had his shades like this, right? And then homie literally, <laughs> like, because Barry's peeling here, but yeah. the shades are blocking. Yeah. Homie goes like this. Oh my god. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, he did. I Yo, swear. Get these shits out of my way. He literally moved his shades so that he could get the Imagine, angle. Like, because it just so happened that Barry too. had put his shades here for the time being. Bro, Barry deserved to get cheated. <laughs> Come on, man. Why'd you move my shades? No, I moved your goddamn shades. No, Barry didn't notice that he no, moved I his know, shades. But I like, know, still, I know. like. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously messing, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, like, you know, some, some live cheating goes undetected for some amount of time, like the, the whole possible thing that happened. But people get suspect very quickly when someone who's clearly not talented at the game is winning at an absorbent amount. Right. Like, I've just played home games where I am 99% sure they're on the up and up, but I've seen enough anomalies where I'm questioning my sanity. I mean, <laughs> you went to a New York City game. 
Yeah. Where oh, I was for sure cheated there. Of course, 100%. You were. Bro, I was for sure cheated 100%. there. This is insane. I have I have to tell the story. All right, so uh, <laughs> I I'm in New York City visiting my friend Berto that uh, Chin and him have kissed and made up at this point. For those of you who know that backstory, <laughs> we had beef, but y'all need to watch other shows. Yeah, the the real diehards will know that story. But so he's like, bro, you got. You gotta come with me to this game, bro. You you gotta fucking come with me. It's this little peasant fucking five five game. You gotta come, bro. They're, they're they're gonna fucking eat it up. I'm like, okay, fine. So I come. They're playing five five, and I'm like, what? What's the buy-in here? I was at this game. Yeah, Brian came. Christian came, and like we walk up to the table with six handed. They have seats for all of us. I'm like, what? What's the fucking buy-in here? Like this is a five five underground game. It should be big. And they're like, 3K cap. I'm like, okay, give me 3K. So they hand me 3K and I look around and the average stack is like $300. (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? So first hand I'm dealt. I don't look. I jam 3K. (laughs) Everybody folds. I was called. I table king deuce off. And all of a sudden... Everybody's like on their phone, texting, reloading. Oh my like god! Just like pouring into the fucking table, wow. right? It really was like just like that one. It, it was just like I'll take fifteen hundred. I'll yeah. take two k. Like immediately, stacks get deep. I'm like, that's all. All I have to on do? sheet. Yeah, yeah. All on sheet. All like- Everybody's a fucking house player. Like it, it was a setup from the fucking start. So, uh, so now we get like relatively deep, and I'm fucking mauling this game. Just mashing i'm up like ten thousand. i have like 13k in front of me or some shit like that and suddenly the cap get disappears mm-hmm. shocker uh so we're playing still full a bunch of different there's been turnover like new people have come in stacks are pretty deep uh and this hand happens where i'm under the gun and they brought in a house player like he was dealing earlier in the night i think oh yeah he gets moved one or two to my left and sitting crazy deep and like i know he's a house player like he's a prop and I know that he's being put in by uh, the, the, the game runner or whatever. So I'm just like, okay. But I'm like looking at him and I'm just like, this is more money than he's ever fucking sat with. This guy is fucking terrified. You can terrified. just see it in people's eyes sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, this guy is fucking terrified. Well, that's because he was running the game on you. Of course. <laughs> of course he knows he's about to get my ass. Fucking mechanic no, in no, the box. No, what actually happened is he probably owed the house money and he needed to not fuck this one up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But go ahead. So I'm in for like 3K and I got like 15 in front of me and this kid has, I don't know, somewhere around 10K. Uh, playing 5-5. Five, five. I open Kings under the gun to like 40 or 50, something like that. He calls. Another guy three bets. Big, like 250. An ace of diamonds gets exposed from somebody who tank mucks. Comes back to me, and I make it like something, like a thousand. Right, something. Yeah. Homie who flatted me, all in, 10K. There's an ace dead. Yeah. <laughs> what am I fucking sweating? We're chopping it worst. Comes back to me, snap call, black aces. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here, bro. (laughs) Berto's losing his goddamn mind. Just losing. He's watching a 20K pot play out in a 5-5 game where there was literally $1,800 on the table when we showed up. Right. I just like snap rack, cash out like a $1,500 winner. Somebody that you busted in that, because you're up a lot, can't pay. Yep. And now this has to happen. Yeah. So I book like a $1,500 win. We get the fuck out of there. Still wins. Gone. Still wins. They, they, Still they, wins. Would, they would have needed to run the spot three more times for them to fucking break me. 
It was free money for like five and a half hours. Uh, they got one. That's all they got. Damn. Fucking it's, chip bully. I think I won like $567 in that game. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> I grinded it. I got like one big grinder. I was killing it. Got the sunglasses yeah. on. Definitely. I'm going to go fuck. They didn't have to cheat me. They were just like, yeah, if I forget about him. <laughs> Brian, don't, Brian don't have enough. Yeah, let, 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 they're they're going to pay you out. You're good. Don't yeah. worry. Your first one, you get yeah, paid out. They were long conning Brian. Yeah, yeah. They, tried, they tried to fucking woo me with their uh. with their. Ch- they're like, oh, here are some plaques. I'm like, plaques? Oh, those plaques are nice. Look at this. They're nice because you're not going home with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I just ship, fucking shipped them all right. The goddamn Ace of getting exposed was uh, like, that, that, come on, man. man. How many people are involved in this? I know. The whole table except us. Yeah, break. The other two kings <laughs> were probably fucking dead. So what, so what now? Let, let's let's, let's, let's kind of like put a bow in this. What do we, did we go knock at Carrie's office? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just <laughs> here to watch it all unfold. Like, no, you're tired. We're here every no. day. Like, talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking about it every Foot single fucking neck. day until some people start well, to come forward. We want to make like, sure it doesn't get swept under like everything else does, I think. Right? At some point, I would hope that like some of these horses that have nothing to lose will come forward and say like, mm-hmm. this was the exact protocol that we operated under. We were all distributed RTA X by person Y and we were forced to play in this sort of manner. We were forced to swap X amount amongst each other and with this many people left in the tournament, we would begin to get ghosted. Like This is the issue is that I, it would feel like the ones that would do that would be implicating themselves and making yeah. themselves. Well, that's what happened with the Fedor Cruz thing, right? The person who leaked it was implicating themselves, but uh, did anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, right? well no, he had bought a piece. Right. He had bought a piece of Fedor and like basically came out and said like, I wasn't aware of the RTA stuff when I found out, like I stopped buying pieces of them, but I didn't mm. rat them out right away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like obviously there, there is some implications uh, to being the person who blows the whistle. But the... The reason why someone is eventually incentivized to do this is because the names are going to leak anyway. It's the same reason why we're getting blown up by people that (laughs) everybody fucking knows is on the list. And they weren't even mentioned. Right. But they know they're on the list. They fucking know they're on the list. They're they're like, my name is on the tip of your fucking tongue. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It is. I'm not surprised you're getting defensive, buddy. Like, here we are. Uh, So, you know, it's like whenever... Whenever there's smoke, there's fire. And for those that are going to be implicated at a much lesser scale because they were effectively minions in all of this, mm. it's, it's, a, it's an awkward spot because you hope that what happens is it just goes away. You hope that the community stays true to form and just sweeps it all under the rug. But maybe if we just keep talking about it and we keep alluding mm-hmm. to the fact that there's more of this out there and that there are ramifications, right? Maybe... Something does happen. Maybe Ali does get banned, right? Maybe. That would be wild, right? Like, if it just comes tomorrow, like, Ali's banned from GG, GG's partner with WSOP, WSOP banned them. Like, yeah. holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Here, like, how shook is everybody on that list now? Of course. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, maybe it doesn't even come out like that, right. right? It comes out more so, like, the first 100K bounty event runs at the WSOP, and there's no Ali to be found. Yeah. Here's, here's kind of where I'm going with the whole indictment situation is, let's say... You are someone that is a horse. And while being backed, you're given opportunity. And you've been given more money than you can ever have thought was possible in the short amount of time. Yeah. And this is now 
an effective livelihood until you have enough money to be able to go on your own. Why would someone that's reaping the benefits of unethical actions that has provided them the lifestyle they have now give that up? Because they think they're going to be exposed. Or, or they move on. Yeah. Anybody who's like moving out of the industry that's yeah. like, I want to leave with a clean slate and kind of just be like, look, uh, I know way too much and I'm it only part takes of it. one or two. Right. Right. You know. Right. I mean, yeah, we're asking for a unicorn, right? Yeah. Like yeah. what you're saying is true. Very few people are incentivized to out themselves. Right. Uh, even if it means outing a bigger, a bigger person, but like where this isn't like a crime syndicate is there's no or there's no repercussions for being the one who squeals. Like what's going to happen? The other assholes in this industry, that are scumbag aren't going to, take you under their wing any longer it's like yeah okay you're gonna make a little bit less money but if your end goal is to make all of your money in poker you're you're fucked anyway <laughs> the industry's too small like it's it's a great platform to learn life skills and step into something bigger yeah. but like this is like definitely not an end game for everybody any duke did. yeah any duke to do it she did not do it the right way either. i'm gonna keep bringing it up until we do the story we already yeah. talked about Annie Duke. When no you were we need here. to do like a no. full-blown story like same Ooh. as like brandy's story yeah there's a lot that's public about her though right well, you'll dig it up it did, it did, i got i got i got faith bro, in i got faith in the way you did that brandy story you were you were yeah. on it 24 hours i would wake up at you know 3 p.m or whatever <laughs> <laughs> a completely normal time and i'm like damn berkey's still awake i, I just spoke to him at 5 a.m like what is going on he's like you have no idea the things i found man i'm like bro what is wrong with you <laughs> it's fun to go down the rabbit hole man it's riveting stuff but like that actually played out in a public in a public way right yeah. like they were literally having conversations with each other in a pug, public fucking forum mm. it was wild where like the andy duke stuff like and that's that's the big problem with white collar crime at the end of the day it's like uh without people doing exposés without um, you know, real journalists, real investigative journalists mm -hmm. digging through the trash and, and finding out everything that's happening behind closed doors. What ultimately just ends up happening is like people keep their fucking mouth shut and yeah. you disappear into the corporate world, sign a book deal and become a public speaker for seven figures a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I like about our chat? What? Is like some people like, I guess like they leave and then they come back and they miss something. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, who are they talking about? And then, like, mad people are like, pay attention. I know. <laughs> like, like, We're not going to explain it to you. You should have been watching. Uh, it's awesome, though. It's just like, I know. Like, pay attention. It's How really dare funny. You? It's really funny. <laughs> like, damn, you can't even go get a sandwich. Like, you're straight up. I know. Like, you got to stay on. Like, I know. God, God, damn, man. bro. All right, we got a big week coming up. Uh, I think Christian and I are going to do a solo pod tomorrow because we're both flying to LA. Uh, I have the live at bike game that begins filming at one. He's going to be doing commentary. So I think we're actually going to do a review session. Live at the bike kicks off tonight at 5 p.m. Perhaps. Is 5 it your Pacific. episode tonight? Yeah. Ooh. The inaugural episode. Uh, you guys are going to get to see the new studio. It's fucking gorgeous. Uh, they really did a great job with revamping everything. They have a pretty big production crew behind them. So I'm really excited to see how this turned out. Uh, it was filmed last Friday. Um, you know, all the regs, me, double M, C date James, Jackie's in there. Uh, we're, we're all kind of mixing it up a little bit.
played 100, 200, 400 for the most part. So that episode is going to come out tonight. Be sure you tune in, check it out. Uh, Christian and I are going to go over maybe a couple of the key hands tomorrow. Sweet. Uh, solo before we take our flight. Uh, we're yeah. taking like a 1030. Where can they watch it on YouTube? Yeah, everything's on YouTube. I'm not sure what their policy is going to be. Uh, like, I don't know if they're doing the same thing they did before where it's just up for 24 hours. Live and then take it and then. Yeah. Uh, I'm unsure. I mean, we'll talk, we'll have more details like after we go there. Right. You know, I negotiate my contract with them. Like, yo, what's (laughs) up? Like, yo, listen. Try to get Google involved. I'm nice. Like, I am nice, bro. I did a 100K WSOP tournament. I did a short deck tournament commentary without playing short deck. The winner texts me, yo. How much do you play? You're pretty fucking good. Yeah. I'm like, bro, it's, it's all Berkey's coaching. Come <laughs> <laughs> to the academy. The short deck coaching. <laughs> You've done well in short deck, Matt. Um, Matt's done really well in short deck. I yeah. did do really well. I'll, I'll oh. never play the game again. I got a pull out of it. I got a pull out of it. You won your Shout pool. Shout out my by man Bemba. <laughs> Bemba really did pay for the pool. It's crazy. I love Bemba. That, that, was, that was probably the funniest inside joke that I had going for a while because. I was, by all stretch of the imagination, incompetent at short deck. Like, the game was very new, and I was figuring it out on the fly. And Ben had been playing it for at least some period of time. Years. No, 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 no. the game. No, nothing like that. But, like, he had probably been playing for a couple months where, like, this was my third session ever. Yeah. And I just ran like Christ, and I just kept reminding him that he paid for my pool. And that was fun. And now, uh, now we've all graduated on to bigger things. But um, Thursday, we'll be back with the crew. Uh not sure what we're going to have in store. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but I can't confirm that we are filming with Adam22 next week. Wow, you dropped Adam it. Adam22. The first Big person. Wait, there wait, was wait, no wait, build wait, up wait, or wait, anything. Wait. No Who's Adam22? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Brian Can Le-Mana you explain this to some people that hot. might not know who Adam22 is? No uh, for those of you unfamiliar, check out his channel. He only has channel. four and a half million followers on YouTube. Yeah, check out his channel. He does the No Jumper podcast. So he's going to be in town. He wanted to shoot the shit a little bit. Asked, uh, He reached out like a month ago, actually, seeing if we could We're set something up. We're going to do some smasher pass with him. 100%. Definitely he definitely right does guy. a lot of the smashing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that should be a good time. Uh, we're going to record that on the 27th. Not sure when we'll release. Probably that Friday. Um, but we're oh, do- not live. Well, we can't because we're dark. Uh, we see, we see, have the see, Academy see. those yeah, days. Yeah. Uh, Gotta so teach poker, man. Very likely we'll record Thursday the 27th and release Friday the 28th. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff in store the next couple of weeks. So yeah. I hope you guys have been enjoying the content. If you're new, please... As always, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, let us know what we're doing Isn't well, what we could do better. Though? What? Like this house, this facility. Oh yeah, they used, used to, to film be a porn, porn here. studio. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now Adam's like. Should we bring back like some porn stars and for the episode? Should I ask Adam? Yeah, I mean, we'll just leave it up to him. You know, yeah. he can okay. bring whatever entourage he chooses to. I suppose. Could be interesting. <laughs> Could be interesting. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So, all right, so. Live at the bike tomorrow. Live at the bike tomorrow. Then uh, Friday, we're going to talk about high stakes poker. Probably. Again, I think Friday will just be a solo pod with us because we have to fly out early in the morning again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm playing the bike Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Uh, Christian's doing calm at least for Wednesday, maybe all three. Um, Depends on the Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but we'll be live with the crew on Thursday. And then we'll be live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week prior to the academy going Thursday through Sunday. So that's the upcoming schedule for the remainder of April. Um, if you guys, again, want to check out any of the other content we're doing, head to solveforwide.io. Uh, you can get seven seasons of Poker Out Loud there. You can get all of our previous Academy footage on Second Thought. 
I think we have somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50 different courses at this point, um, all relatively short, basically like two to two and a half hours in runtime, uh, including the most recent one, which Michael Lukic put out, which is introductions to solvers. So for anybody who is a little bit intimidated by some of the software that we've been talking about throughout the course of this podcast, wants to become a little bit more well-versed in game theory. Wants to play uh, clean. Yeah, want to play clean. Or <laughs> fuck, you want to develop your own RTA. This is the place to start. You gotta watch the you introduction to solvers course. If you don't understand how solvers work, you're not gonna understand how RTA works, you know? And if, if we're gonna if we're gonna cheat, we're gonna build the best goddamn cheater we can. That's for sure. God damn. Don't clip that. <laughs> don't clip that. Uh, best of luck to Landon. He's gonna be playing the 25K heads up beginning Thursday? Yeah, Wednesday. so it starts the 21st, hopefully it ends at the 23rd. And if you want to check out the matchups and all that stuff for the bracket, it's at 7 p.m. on PokerGo's YouTube. Yeah. Do you tonight? Can see? Yeah, yep. 7 p.m. tonight. We're going to have find a draft out party. What you don't know yet? I don't know who I'm Are you playing. you going to talk to Carrie Katz? Nobody knows who <gasps> is playing anyone. Live draft party. Exciting. Who do, you wanna, yeah. who do you want to actually Who do I like, want to like, play like, out of the no, people no, that... No, not, not competition-wise. Like, okay. Like, who would you be... Like, we, like if you draw Phil Ivy, like you know, like oh my God. Phil's, who would not, you, Phil's not there, but that no, would, I know. What I'm, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, who would you like? Damn, this is fun. Like, shit, this is sick. Like me, it would honestly, be dirt. someone like, be that like, is in the tournament that I would really like to play heads up, like round one. Helmuth, for sure. Oh yeah, that okay. would be pretty interesting. That would be fun. He I really too would you want though. you to play Helmuth <laughs> as an investor. I would, I would love. He never to loses play heads Phil. up. Bro. I don't care. As an investor, I would love for you I to play Helmuth. I would love to watch that. Yeah, but he has white magic. That's I really, don't care. Really hard he to is beat. white I don't and magical. Care. So Wait, is Helmuth. Who do you care about? That's white Where's magic. the list at? I want to see. Like, uh, so the list isn't completely like not completely divulged done. yet. So okay. that's gonna kind of part of the whole thing. Oh, but I there's see, some people on the Poker Go thing that are okay. in there, and Phil's in there. Okay, cool. cool. So okay. yeah, that'd be but a fun why, one. Why like, Phil? Why I want to play. I want to play somebody that's like fun and will talk and like yeah. can like memes can kind of be everywhere. But like playing the serious game, like not as great. But like you play someone, like you play a hand, and then there's memes. Like that's all I'm here for. That's Jokes fun. gotta fly. I'm here for the memes. Here for the that's, memes. You on the yeah. uh, Do you know? Oh, Dina. Yeah, Dina. Yeah, Dina's on the awesome. That's what you really want. Is, well, anyone that'll talk, anyone that'll <laughs> like kind of get after it. Like yeah, Daniel, it'll be great. Daniel or Helmuth would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what time the match starts on Thursday? So they're doing two different brackets. And one of the groups is going to start at 12. The other group is going to start at 4. Okay. Let's root for you to be on the 4 bracket so that we can uh, get you in here. We can do a like pre-game. a pre-game. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine, so nine one way or another, whether Landon is in the 12 or the 4, we will be discussing the 25K heads up that he is going to be involved in on Thursday. Uh, and, you know, we'll probably bring this up again, too. We'll probably talk about uh, who brought Google Glasses to, to RTA the 25K in real time. Who knows? <laughs> I think glasses, I think shades should be banned. Let's fucking ban. Let's start making people play naked. I don't give yeah. a shit. No, no, I actually think shades are just like. I mean, that might they, they just be, be illegal. Like, it's just shady, bro. It's not, there's nothing yeah. good about it. Shades are yeah. We'll talk about it another time. Shades like, are yeah, shady. I just think it's like. It's so what about these shades? The what about shades, these shades? Please. What about Brian shades? Brian what would I do? Glasses night. Your what would I do? Could stay. These things. <laughs> that, these are the only ones that are. I allowed. am intimidated you know, by that. You know, if you're sitting I, down and playing, these, I'm not. That's happy. when I used to win poker. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do that it was uh, it's, 2008. It's the vibe and the confidence. <laughs> Wow, I might yeah, have to the, bring those with me. The old school hacks were just cover your eyes so you felt more comfortable. Exactly. Help me All right, that. we don't have to talk about this time, but we need to talk about Vogel sayings 
ridiculous getup every single fucking time. And it tilts the shit out of me. Wait, I we'll like that. his outfit. We'll save that for Thursday. He dresses like, very well. I really liked his purple silky shirt. He, he just covers his face up so much, though. He's a well-dressed Wait, that, giraffe. That, are we, we talking about the same person? <laughs> you talking about? He's talking about well-dressed No, we're talking about. The dude. Oh, there's the two Vogel sayings. Tom Vogel saying is the silk shirt out here. No, that's yeah. a different. That's I a like different that guy. One. That's yeah, a no. He looks like he's ready to go to Mykonos. No, that guy's cool. Okay. We're talking about. Christoph Vogel sang. Okay. He tanks really long and then checks and then he covers his entire He wears uh, like hoodies uh, over oh, his nose. I know, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking there was, about there was the hella, beautiful there was shirt. There a lot man. of memes before about that. That shit needs to be banned though. That should be banned. Yeah. A lot of bad. Ban them all. Get everybody out. Get yeah. them out. We're all out of here. Speaking of being out of here, we're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, Peace. Guys. Damn, bro, you guys like that was like somber.